We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, Asa Hutchinson, Republican governor of Arkansas, and his asinine defense of why he vetoed a bill in Arkansas that would give women the right to their own sport, their own shower, their own identity, and their own dignity. This is the state of today's Republican Party. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Welcome to Today's Rebellion. Today I'd like to discuss Asa Hutchinson, the Republican governor of the neighboring state of Oklahoma, Arkansas, and a story that is a week or two old right now, Governor Hutchinson's veto which was overridden by the legislature of Arkansas, but his veto of a bill that would give women the right to have their own sport. And his comments in justifying that action. His comments are crazy. His comments show no intellectual depth, no moral depth, and no clarity as to what it truly means to be a conservative. He conflates the issues of tolerance and love, suggesting that somehow tolerance is synonymous with love when, as I've told you before, it's an antonym. It's not a synonym. I'm going to play some of H. Hutchinson's comments that were reported by The Hill. And then I'm going to share with you a response by Steve Deese. And I'm going to do this in the context of a new bill that's working its, thre- its, its way, excuse me, through the state of Oklahoma, Senate Bill Number 2, SB 2, which would give women in the state of Oklahoma the right to have their own bathroom, have their own shower, and have their own sport. It's that simple. Do women have that right or don't they? Hopefully, the governor of Oklahoma will support Oklahoma's legislature in saying, yes, women should be given, given those rights and, the, and given that dignity. Let's take a break real early right now, acknowledge those that support us. And when we get back, we'll talk about Governor Hutchinson supporting women. And if we have time, Senate Bill 2 in Oklahoma. Remember that if you'd like to subscribe to The Rebellion, you can do so by going to patreon.com backslash D-R-E-V-E-R-E-T-T-P-I-P-E-R. That's patreon.com backslash Dr. Everett Piper. Also, don't forget that this is the release week for my new book, Grow Up, Life Isn't Safe, But It's Good. Actually, it was released yesterday, and it is still ranked number one in its category on Amazon.com for new releases. That's Grow Up, Life Isn't Safe, But It's Good. I was on the Dennis Prager Show yesterday. I was on the Sebastian Gorka Show and a number of other shows going on about another seven radio shows today. One is the Wilkow Report, and then I'm going on the Larry Elder Show tomorrow night. was on Fox and Friends, not name-dropping, just letting you know 
what's out there. Support Grow Up, Life Isn't Safe, But It's Good by just Googling Everett Piper, comma, Grow Up, and it'll take you directly to that book. Great graduation and commencement gift. It's not just for 21-year-olds. It's for 51-year-olds, 81-year-olds, because we definitely live in a culture, in a society, in a country that is celebrating perpetual adolescence. We all need to realize what the Apostle Paul told the church of Ephesus. We need to speak the truth. The truth with biblical charity, love, and grow up. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. We'll be right back in a couple minutes. Welcome back to The Rebellion. So the story is H.A. Hutchinson. He is the governor of Arkansas. And as you know, this legislature of Arkansas basically did the same thing that South Dakota did. They established a law, passed a bill that would protect women's rights. That simple. It declared that women are real. Biology proves it. Genetics proves it. Physiology proves it. Women are an ontological fact. They actually exist. They're not make-believe. They're not leprechauns. They're not unicorns. They're not the result of a fantasy or the fabrication of a dysphoric male, somebody that wants to blackface women and play dress-up. No, women actually exist, and they shouldn't have their bathrooms taken away, their showers taken away, and they shouldn't have their sports taken away. The reason Title IX exists is to give women, real women, actual women, factual women, the right to participate in athletics and other extracurricular activities on our college campuses and in our public schools. Seems pretty simple, doesn't it? Well, as I've said before, how can I comply with Title IX if you now tell me that I have to give all of those rights and privileges over to men who want to pretend to be women? You see, this trans movement of saying that if somebody just raises their hand and says, I'm a woman on any given day, is actually misogynistic at its core because it mocks the reality of women and it takes all the rights and privileges away and gives those rights and privileges to men. Well, the state of Arkansas passes this bill and Asa Hutchinson vetoes it. And he's a Republican, supposedly a conservative Republican, a man who claims to be a Christian. I want you to listen to his comments right here. Well, anytime you go against the grain, you're going to get that kind of blowback. I think it's healthy uh, for our society. I think it's helpful for our party to have that kind of vigorous debate about an important issue. And uh, to me, uh, this is about the future of our party. Are we going to be a narrow party uh, that expresses ourselves in intolerant ways? Or are we going to uh, be a broad-based party that shows conservative principles, but also compassion in dealing with some of the most difficult issues that parents face, that individuals face. And at some point, I had to say, uh, I've got to remind uh, my wonderful Republican colleagues that we are the party of Ronald Reagan that uh, believes in a limited role of government. And let's just ask that question. Uh, sure, I'm I sign pro-life bills, and I know that there's a role for government even in the social issues, but we have to fundamentally ask ourselves, do we need to do this? Is there a better way? Is this something that we need to leave to the hand in the home or in the church? 
our faith leaders to handle? Is this calling out for a government solution? We're fighting that in Washington. Uh, let's fight it also in our state capitals and within the and fight for the principles of our party. Okay. You've heard Governor Hutchinson's explanation as to why he needed to remind his Republican friends to be compassionate and to be tolerant and to be the party of Ronald Reagan. Did you hear his justification? Now, the one thing that I think is most tempting in his comments is his defense of limited government. So let me comment about that first. I agree with that completely. I think the government should stay out of our lives. I think government is the problem, not the solution. I agree with Ronald Reagan on that. So when Governor Hutchinson conflates tolerance and compassion with limited government, it makes his argument somewhat compelling. Again, I repeat, as a conservative, I think we should conserve the time-tested truths that have been given to us by God. And one of those primary truths that has been given us since creation is human freedom. God created us as free human beings. He gave us the freedom to even choose to accept or reject him. That's the story of the original sin. We are not automatons. We are not robots. We are not animals. We are not defined by our inclinations or our instincts. We can rise above those desires, and we can be defined by our Lord and not our libido. Many of you have dogs or cats or other pets, horses, whatnot. Many of you have cattle. If you don't have those animals, you drive around and see them all the time. And to some extent, those animals have the ability to make free choices. They can choose, I suppose, to obey their master or to disobey their master. But by and large, animals are distinct from human beings because they don't have the freedom to argue or debate. They don't have the cognitive freedom to engage in what we're doing right now. That's what distinguishes you from your dog or from your horse. Your horse isn't going to argue with you and say you're wrong. By and large, your horse or your dog is defined by its gut, by its desires, by its appetites, and it has no moral awareness. It doesn't have moral culpability or moral responsibility as the result of being an animal rather than a human being. If the mountain lion kills your calf or kills your dog, you don't, you don't argue that the mountain lion is an immoral thing. You're disappointed, you're sad that it took the life of your pet, but you're not going to claim that the mountain lion should be prosecuted for murder because it committed an immoral act. You see the difference here? There's a difference between the animal and the human being. Animals are defined by their inclinations and their appetites, and we give them latitude, moral latitude, to act upon that definition. We do not give human beings the same moral latitude. If the human being kills another, then we hold that human being responsible for making a choice to commit something, commit an act that was objectively wrong. That's the difference. What H.A. Hutchinson is doing is he's conflating the definition of an animal and a human being without you even understanding what he's doing. I think he's doing it without himself even understanding it. 
He's talking about tolerance. We need to be the party of tolerance and compassion. Well, I would argue that he's conflating love and tolerance again. He's arguing that if you're truly a loving person, a compassionate person, then you're going to leave these decisions as to what to do about transgender identity, people that claim to be identified by their inclinations. See what I'm saying here? People that claim that their identity is in their inclinations, their desires, their appetites, their sexual proclivities are the things that define them. And therefore, they want to change reality to reflect those inclinations. H.A. Hutchinson is making the argument in his comments that to deny them that latitude is to deny them compassion. It's unloving. And that we should leave those decisions to the family and the church and keep the government out of it. Well, let me read to you a response that Steve Deese of the Steve Deese Show offered in response to Hutchinson's comments. Here you go. And this is a quote. Castrating children is not broad-based. It's debased. Castrating children isn't compassion. It's pure evil. Castrating children isn't conservative principles. It's depraved and insane. This man's pastor should call him to public repentance and he should be impeached. Steve Deese. I'm going to read that one more time because I agree with him. Steve Deese is spot on. Do you think you should keep the government out of the business of a family that wants to castrate its boys? Do you think you should keep the government out of the business of a, of a cult that believes that part of the religious ritual is to castrate and mutilate and amputate functioning organs from little boys and little girls? Is that what you think? The freedom of the human being should include? Do you think that we should stretch it to that extreme? That's what this is. The transgender movement is a movement that calls upon us to just give a wink and a nod to the castration, the mutilation, the sexual mutilation, genital genital mutilation of young boys and young girls because a five-year-old, a six-year-old, a seven-year-old, a 10-year-old, a 12-year-old decides that they aren't what they really are. And therefore, they now have the right, and their parents have the right, to remove functioning organs. And guess what? You can't put them back. You cut off a finger, you can't put it back. You cut off an arm, you can't put it back. You cut off functioning organs, and you've lost the function. This is permanent mutilation. Why in the world would any conservative Republican declare that it's compassionate to keep the government out of that discussion and let a cult, let a family, let a mom, let a dad do this to his children? I'm going to read Steve Deese's quote one more time. Castrating children isn't broad-based, quoting Asa Hutchinson. It's debased. Castrating children isn't compassion. Again, Deese is quoting Hutchinson. It's pure evil. 
castrating children isn't conservative principles. Again, language that Hutchinson used. It's depraved, and it is insane. This man's pastor should call upon him to publicly repent. He should be impeached. The conservative movement, the church, has bought the lie. We've been told over and over again, it's been said that if you repeat a lie often enough, everybody's going to believe it. Well, our culture, our high priests of tolerance and compassion, our ministers of feelings over facts have told us over and over and over again that if you love somebody, you'll let them define themselves, even if that definition is obviously a denial of reality. And if you take this to its extreme, which it will be taken, ideas always have consequences. This argument that it's compassionate, Governor Hutchinson, to let little children change reality to pretend that there's something that they're not is going to lead to more than just mutilation of their own bodies. It's going to lead to the mutilation of their soul. I mean, they're not only going to pretend that they're girls when they're boys or that they're boys when they're girls. They're going to start pretending that they're something else. There's a story out this week about a man in Virginia who says that he's a deer, a D-E-E-R, a deer with antlers, that he identifies as a deer. Well, frankly, that's not very smart because there are a lot of hunters in Virginia. Likewise in Oklahoma and likewise in Arkansas. So if somebody decides that his identity, that he feels, his inclinations, his appetites, his desires align with that of a deer and starts running around in the backyard, is he subject to some different laws when it comes to hunting season? I mean, come on, this is so insane. Now, some of you may be laughing and saying, well, that'll never happen. We won't go there. Wait a second. We've got the guy in Texas that says he's a dragon. That's his identity. He's had his ears bobbed, his nose bobbed. He's had surgically implanted horns on his head. Some doctor actually did this to this man. Some plastic surgeon has actually done this to this guy because that's his identity. This man's body has been mutilated because that's his identity. Is that moral or is that immoral? Is it compassionate? Is it broad-based, Governor Hutchinson, to just keep the government out of it and let doctors mutilate people like this? You decide. What should the limits of government be when it comes to this? Should we let families mutilate their children? If children start saying that, well, I'm a dragon. I watched a movie last week about a dragon and that's what I am right now. So I want my ears bobbed. I want my nose bobbed. I want to have tattoos all over my body that look like scales. I want to have surgically implanted horns on my head. And if you deny me that, you're denying my identity. And the governor 
of Arkansas is going to defend my rights to be a dragon. What's the difference in this argument? Is it any more a denial of reality to suggest that you're a dragon than for a boy to suggest that he's a girl or a girl to suggest that he's a boy? What's the difference? Just yesterday, everybody would have seen the parallels in this description that I'm giving you right now, but today, no. We've lost the ability to even think clearly, and Asa Hutchinson's comments describe that. Steve Deese is absolutely right. This is not broad-based. This is debased. This is the consequence of the diabolical human mind, M. Scott Peck, of the pathological Patho- excuse me, the pathology of the intellect, Graham Walker, of the reprobate mind, St. Paul. This is not compassion and this is not love. Tolerating evil does nobody any favors. You know, if your children come running into your living room tomorrow and they're pretending to be Tarzan, that's what children do. I mean, how many of our kids had a make-believe friend? It's not reality. It's the imagination. Why is there such an increase in transgender identity right now? It's because adults have imposed this worldview on their children by ridiculous comments like Asa Hutchinson's. And we think it's somehow compassionate to sit around and give them a group hug while they're denying the very biological facts of their existence. We will be held accountable for this. Jesus tells us it would be better for us to have a millstone tied around our neck and be cast into the sea than to lead any of these little ones astray. Steve Deese says it correctly. Asa Hutchinson's pastor should call upon him for public repentance and confession for his comments. There's a new bill right now. It's Senate Bill 2 in Oklahoma. I'm not going to take the the time to read the whole bill, but here's what it essentially does. This bill gives women the right to their own sport. It's called the Save Women's Sports Act. It says that women are legally defined as females, biological females. Did you ever think we'd live to see a day where we actually had to put that into our legislation? Well, we now do. Women are defined as biological females. Men are defined as biological males. Genetically, physiologically, biologically. There's a definition for the two categories of the human being. The bill then goes on to say that women have the right to their own sport. Make sense? It then goes on to say that if that right is violated by a school, by a college, that women, females, will have legal recourse. They can sue because their rights have been stolen from them. That's the bill. That's what it says. Why wouldn't everybody support this? Conservative, liberals alike. Why wouldn't everyone say, absolutely, women should have the rights 
of their own showers, their own scholarships, their own sports, their own facilities, their own identity. And it's ridiculous for us to even be having the conversation that somehow it's compassionate for us to allow somebody else to steal those things, or that it's broad-based, Republican, big tent stuff, the stuff of Ronald Reagan, to just leave this to the schools and leave this to the families. That if there's a movement out there to steal all of these things from women, that we should just let it happen. That's not conserving, excuse me, that's not conserving time-tested truths. That's not broad-based. That's debased. Let's see what happens as this bill moves through the legislative process in Oklahoma. Let's hope that Governor Stitt supports the logic, the reason, the rationality, and the legality of this common sense law. Let's hope that our governor doesn't veto this legislation like the governor of South Dakota has done and now the governor of Arkansas has done. Under some ruse, some banner of being compassionate and broad-minded and broad-based. Disparaging the legacy of Ronald Reagan by suggesting that this is what would have happened under his leadership. Don't allow anybody to make the argument that, well, because we're all about limited government, we should allow the government, or should, we should tell the government to stay out of the business of protecting the lives of unborn children and protecting the dignity and the identity of women. The Republican Party should be a party of defending the human being against the butchery, the butchery of those that think that human being can be redefined by the imagination by the inclination, by the appetites of the debased mind. Remember this, in times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left, the only rebellion against this nonsense, the stuff that makes no sense, this asinine call that you just heard in the words of Asa Hutchinson is truth. Truth with a capital T. And you guess, you know what? It's true that women exist. It's also true that castrating your children, genital mutilation of your children, is not compassionate. That's not compassion. That's pure evil. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is the Rebellion.